Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Coming up, we're going to be discussing the things that we're most excited for in Disneyland this week, as well as giving you our list of attractions that we think are ripe for a holiday makeover. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, and various points around Southern California, this is the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode number 751 of the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged for the week of November 18th, 2018. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line vacation. Visit them on the web at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Rhino Clavin, and I am joined this week all the way from Southern California by Tyler Crouch. Hey, everybody. And Katrina Manzoni. Hi, everybody. And Tom Bell, the one and only. Hey, folks. Hello, hello. And then in the back, we've got Craig Williams, the man who makes it happen all times. No way. Yes, yes. So hello, everyone. I hope everyone's having a great week. This is the week of Thanksgiving. So happy holiday beginning of, I guess Thanksgiving is an American holiday, so I'm not offending anyone by saying happy Thanksgiving. So there it is. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> at, at this moment in time that you're watching this, I will actually be in a room with Tyler and Katrina in Orlando, Florida. So I'm pretty excited for that. Yay! So, Yay. Yeah. What, kind, what kind of room? Oh, oh a we're panic not going to talk about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a room you're not allowed to talk about. It's in a bunker somewhere around here. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, so I thought I'd just get started here with a couple of housekeeping things. Um, there have been some uh, insane wildfires currently uh, that are still going on as of the recording of this in California um, that are just pretty much devastating Malibu and other areas. But um, I know that uh, Tyler and Katrina, you guys were almost uh, affected by that and Katrina, you specifically wanted to give a little little thank you here. I do. I just wanted to say, I, I, for Tyler and I, it was very scary for being in the Woosley fire, but I just wanted to say thank you to all the men and women that helped save houses or tried to at least um, maintain the fires and risk their lives for the Camp Fire, the Woosley fire, and the Hill fire that happened in Southern California. Yeah. And for all the people that lost their homes, it's like really saddening to hear and like it gets me emotional so i wanted to say i'm sorry for that well it's one of those it's sort of that kind of a uh, disaster that you it's just you know you i think about california you think like earthquakes is probably going to be a more common thing but then like a forest fire you can it can go just rage out of control and just you know one minute you're in the house you grew up in and the next minute you have nothing left you know it's it's like it's scary you know it's, yeah. Oh yeah. My so. I used to live in Agora for a while with my mom when my parents split when I was young, and so I was there with my mom. And Agora Hills is just wrecked. It's yeah. just like a lot of it is just gone now, and it's it's really sad. So um, we were just lucky. Hard. We were really lucky, and uh, we're really, you know again. Yeah, it was we, our hearts out to everybody who who lost yeah. things. It was frightening. I mean, it was close to like a, about a mile away from our house, so we kept getting those like alarms on our phone. So we didn't sleep for a good like 48 hours because we were like ready and packed to go and like just in case there was a mandatory evacuation. So it was it was very frightening to see the fire on the hill, like where we can see it outside our front door. Yeah, yeah. well, we like Katrina said, we do, you know, thank all the firefighters and, and um, folks that are helping um, with this situation. And, you know, our thoughts are with the people who have lost a lot. And, um, you know, it's a it's a sad time, especially with, you know, Thanksgiving coming up this week. But uh, there is uh, a thing that Tyler will talk about in a few minutes. That's a nice little something nice that Disney did. Um, but before we get there, um, I just want to bring up uh, just a couple of other things in housekeeping before we get too far. Um, uh, as of the um, as of the airing of this episode, all of our Masters of Magic, the first round of those videos have been published. So if you haven't um, seen those, be sure to check them out. We've got Steven, Humberto, Don, and... Um, Mark, who are all um, cast members that have unique jobs that you might not know a lot about at the Disneyland Resort. Mark's a parade uh, float driver. Um, Humberto is an arborist manager. Uh, Don is a window uh, ed- resort enhancement uh, manager. And then um, Stephen is the uh, chore- choreograph. The- I don't know. 
I, I don't remember the main choreographer for the new Fantasmic, but he's yeah, done a he's, lot of he other basically, things. He basically keeps he makes sure that everybody is doing the dances properly. Like yeah. he's the, he's the uh, the guy that just keeps it up so that everybody yeah. is doing what they need to be doing. Yeah, so. and that's our most recent one. So definitely definitely check that uh, check that one out there. They they have a lot. Uh, they have some stuff to say. You know, obviously we we tell you as much as we can tell you while preserving a lot of the magic still. So there are some you know things where people would be like, oh, I'm sad I couldn't see more, but we can't we don't want to show you too much because you know like i said we preserve the magic so um also uh i haven't brought it up on this show but we are having the dreams um the dreams unlimited travel the 20th anniversary event in walt disney world uh in august i believe that is the weekend of the 7th craig is that true August 7th, I think, is we will be... It's right around there. But it, for all the information on that, you can visit disboards.com. There is a thread right on that main page that's all about that in the podcast. Um, the... the My God, I cannot... The thread, I already said it. I couldn't remember the word for it. Um, but it is uh, it is getting fairly full. I'm not sure of the capacity as of what it will be by the airing of this episode. But uh, last we checked, I believe it was about 80% full. But we will be renting out... Um, Pandora, the world of Avatar at Disney's Animal Kingdom um, for a few hours one evening from 11 p.m. until 1 a.m. So you're going to get to ride the rides unlimited. There's going to be some uh, some snacks and character meet and greets, stuff like that. So it'll be a really cool experience um, that you can check out. And then we'll also be doing, if you've never been to one of our events that we do like that, we'll be having like little mini meets and things to do around Disney World. So if you are out on the, if you're anywhere and you want to come visit us, we definitely recommend checking that out. Again, you can check out that thread on disboards.com and that will do it for my housekeeping. Do you guys have any other housekeeping things? Uh, I don't, I mean, I don't know if this is housekeeping, but uh, on the Disneyland website, Mm -hmm. they have a cool like little food guide again. I don't know if they're going to print them out. We got this from the media event, but they printed them out for Halloween. So it's like all the food guides for Christmas, where to get them, a little checkoff sheet. But you can find that on the Disneyland website. Um, and then Tyler can put like a link in there if you guys want to like click it and check it out. Yeah. And then I believe on our website that Jackie Gailey published something just the other day um, oh, okay. in regards to that too. But um, but yeah, that's I, I, I you know... I always recommend having your, when it comes to food, being well prepared and having a list before you go. Never, I I think it's great that they've been printing those books in those pages and everything, but it's never, it's, I don't want to forget what I'm doing when I'm there. So I always like to have a little one with me in my pocket. Um, but cool. Any Anything else, anybody? All right, well, then let's move on to the things that we are most excited about in the land this week. And um, Tyler, why don't we start with yours, since it's fairly uh, pretty relevant at the moment. Right, so to go with uh, all the bad things that have been happening with the wildfires uh, out here in Southern California and even even Northern California, there was some bad stuff, too. Um, uh, Disney has decided to donate $500,000 to support uh, wildfire uh, uh, victims, I guess, and uh, they're they're supporting it. They're supporting the California Community Foundation's wild relief, uh, wildfire relief fund. So um, that's that's great. I mean, anybody, you know, it's going to take a lot to rebuild just everything that has been destroyed. And uh, to go along with that, too, also any contributions from Disney employees, Disney is going to be matching dollar for dollar. That's so, awesome. Um, it's uh, as somebody who, you know, was almost severely affected by this stuff. And, you know, I have been in the past, too. We had a wildfire right behind my house when I was younger as well, like right out of high school. And uh, so somebody who knows how scary it can be, it's it's heartwarming to see, uh, you know, Disney reaching out to people like this and, and hopefully they raise a lot of money from, uh, cast members as well. Cause it's a bad situation, but, uh, it's getting, it's getting slightly better oh, every day. So, uh, that, and little things like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I understand, you know, you can be tight on a budget sometimes, but if you are a cast member out there listening and you want to try and donate, you know, think about it like, okay, even if you just give five bucks, it's actually 10 bucks that you're giving to help. So it, you know, Disney's got deep pockets. So however much you can force them into donating, (laughs) maybe do it. So awesome. Well, what about you, Katrina? What do you have for us? So this is actually really cool news. Carthay Circle actually opened up a new little lounge up on the balcony of the second floor. So there is a Carthay Circle lounge on the bottom floor that serves appetizers, drinks, 
and is open to everybody who's willing to stand in line. Um, upstairs is actually for adults only 21 and over. Mm. Uh, it's a small little area in the corner off to the side uh, of the balcony, but they serve different appetizers than what's down below. And the most popular thing is the firecracker duck wings mm -hmm. and their biscuits you can actually get in the lounge upstairs. And then I think there's a couple other like little munchy goodness yeah, that you can get. Yeah, soups and salads and stuff. Yeah, and so I think that's really great. Uh, same full bar that they have from downstairs and upstairs, you can get the same good drinks. So I was really excited to hear this. If you're standing in line waiting for the lounge, just let them know that you would, if you would like to go upstairs. Um, but just for a warning that it is outside, so it's been a little gusty lately. So I don't know if you if you want to be outside in the gusty wind, then have at it. But <laughs> just let them know downstairs if you want to um, if you want to sit up. Is this, is this? Oh, sorry. Sorry, oh, I was going to say, which balcony are they using? The one that's facing Disneyland or the one facing Grizzly? Oh, the one facing uh, like Disney, like Grizzly River. Run. Okay, yeah, um, so the good one. Is this a permanent uh, lounge too, or is this just temporary? So far, they've they haven't said like an end date, so it seems like it's pretty it's like pretty set that I'm, they're gonna. Yeah. Try I'm to wondering if they're gonna keep it when I know Paint the Night is on a hiatus right now. Um, as you know, as for the holiday season at least. Um, but I'm thinking like, oh, I wonder if that would be like a great place to go up to the lounge to watch Paint the Night or not. But absolutely oh, yeah. not. Well, Don't we, do it. Don't do it. Why? That's where no. I don't, don't do it. It's don't, a horrible, it's horrible view. Yeah, don't do it. It's garbage view. No one will like it. It's bad. Even Craig doesn't like it. No. Are you being or sarcastic? Kylie. I don't. I don't recommend anyone going up there to watch it from there. Really? Yeah, you should experience it at the ground level, like it was meant to be seen. Okay. He's he doesn't want anybody to go there. Let's be real. Right. It was. It, it's great. Like it's a great experience. I'm like to be to really be serious about it. It it really is cool. So. Um, I, I think they might do something. I hope they don't turn it into like a party situation where they're like, hey, we're going to do a dessert party up here now. You know, like that would be a bummer. Don't give no. them ideas. Um, <laughs> well, I genuinely feel like we might have given them the idea. I'm sure lots of people go up there, but like it was so nice the night that Katrina, Kylie, myself and Tyler were all up there watching it, having their friend come out and serve us drinks right on the balcony. It's like, well, that basically is. We, we turned it into a little lounge that night. I feel like so many people have probably done that now that they've finally realized, like, you know what? If we're not going to use this yeah. for people who are dining here, then it would just make sense to start letting anyone come up here and we'll mm -hmm. serve them overpriced drinks and give them a beautiful view to sit and look out at. Well, I mean, I think Tyler and Katrina at this point have their photo on the wall somewhere for the most the guests who have visited the most, but... Oh yeah. yeah, I know. We've got too I many wish friends there was. over there. You know, you're not they didn't the lounge you're after you yet. People that work there. Um, all right. Well, cool. Well, thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, they, Tom, what do you? What do you well, got? Sorry, oh, real quick. Sorry. They did say if the weather is bad, they're not going to open it. I just think I just we What's, should throw that out. Oh, yeah. there. What is that the weather being bad in California? California? Sorry. What's the weather in California being bad? What do you mean by that? Windy or rainy? Like yeah. So like the Santa Ana winds can get like crazy windy, where it can actually like like if you're eating stuff like, or like it just tosses things up in the air and I don't think they want people eating outside and trying to enjoy stuff. And then things are happening or, you know, like stuff will fall over. They don't yeah. want anybody to get hurt. So they don't want martini glasses flying through the air. Yeah. We were actually in line for Carthay early October and there was a cast member going up and down the line, look, finding parties that just had adults asking them if they wanted to go up to the lounge. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, it was it was funny though because they do tout it as the first place where no children are allowed in Disney. But then we sat up there one night and the restaurant is right next door. I mean the restaurant yeah. is that lounge. So and of course in the restaurant the door is just open and there's a bunch of kids running around in there. So, you know, there's no children, but there are children. It's not and I don't really care either way. Like I don't mind. I don't want to be a jerk, but you know, it, it's like on the cruise line. They have they have areas of the cruise ships that are adult only. So it's I right. I think it's okay. There are areas that are that are designated for very young children in some places that it's okay to have a small area that's des designated for Maybe parents that need a moment, away. not even parents, people who don't have kids who just want a second away, you know, that's fine. Right. You know, as long as we make spaces for everybody, that's all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Tom, what do you have? What are you most excited for this week? All right. So November is when we celebrate Veterans Day mm -hmm. and 
this month as well, Disney releases their updates for uh, military discounts for the next year. Uh, we've already had the Walt Disney World come out. I think that was last month. But uh, in November, Disneyland released their uh, special military tickets for 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are available now through December 18th of 2019. Uh, they're available for active or retired U.S. military, and so you have to have the actual military ID um, or their spouse or widow, uh, again, with the military ID. A three-day park hopper, $178. A four-day park hopper, $198. These are about 150 bucks cheaper than a regular three-day or four-day park hopper. And in the post-Cars um, Land era, getting a discount on tickets is basically unheard of. Uh, again, uh, the the person buying can buy up to six tickets. They have to be at the turnstiles the first use of the ticket. Um, they do not... Um, there's not the requirement that they have to be used within 13 days. So you can use them anytime between now and December 21st of next year, except for the week before uh, Easter. So uh, April 14th through the 22nd is blocked out. Uh, again, this is um, active and retired military. However, we talk about uh, day six sometimes. Knott's Berry Farm goes Disney one better. Oh. And their they their military tribute days during the holidays, uh, the military tribute days have been going on, but they continued December uh, November twenty sixth through the twenty first. A active, retired or veteran military can get in for free, plus one guest to Knott's Berry Farm. Oh wow! Uh, so you, you have to show either your military ID or your DD two fourteen, which I'm sure everyone who's affected knows what that is. Uh, so you and a guest in for free at Knott's Berry Farm. So that's a good good way to, to try out Knott's Berry Farm. Uh, going back to, we're talking about the, the uh, firefighters and things helping with the forest fires. Uh, Knott's also has fire and law enforcement days. These are uh, November 26th through the 21st. And again, after Christmas, January 7th through the 25th. Same deal, a fire uh, police... EMT, you and a guest get into Knott's Berry Farm for free. Um, wow. Now this is lo- local, county, state, federal, um, dog catcher, dispatcher, EMT, uh, bailiffs, Homeland Security. Lots of different people are are eligible for this. So it's kind of cool that Knott's and Disney give back to the people that help us out. Yeah, that's I, I think that's awesome. I mean, I love I love Knott's Berry Farm. Um, I I would love to come and see the Knott's Merry Farm, um, mm-hmm. you know, for the holidays at some point because I've only seen the Knott's Scary Farm, which was right. phenomenal. Um, but I I think that's great that they do. I mean, you plus a guest is a pretty great offer. Yeah, yeah. You know? uh, they do do discounts for. Um, Additional tickets up to like, I think it's up to six tickets. Uh, for either of those, if you have your ID, you don't even have to go to the ticket booth. You just go straight to the turnstile, show your ID to the person at the turnstiles, and they'll let you in. That's awesome. That's I, yeah. You actually said this, and now I'm starting to think like, oh, I wonder if I could get my dad to go because my mm-hmm. dad's retired military. So I, yeah. um, I, I'm just thinking like, oh, I – Maybe this will be my way to get him. He can be a little, I don't want to use the word cheap, but I'm going to um, sometimes. Right. But he's oh, he's always been like that. But um, so whenever I'm like, oh, dad, there's a military thing over here. It usually piques his interest and I'll bring him. But uh, very cool. Awesome. Thank you, Tom. Uh-huh. Um, so just to, uh, he was, Tom was talking about the discounts here. I just want to bring up that uh, if you go to www.info.com slash Disneyland um, on the site, there's a highlighted area that does offer, um, it lets you know all about discounts that are going on um, in the uh, Disneyland Anaheim area. Um, and there's a couple of new ones that are up there for stays in 2019. Um, uh, there's like one where you can save up to 25% when you stay. I, it looks like most Sunday through Thursday nights from January 6th through April 11th, 2019. Um, and then, yeah, there's a whole bunch on there. So I would check that out if you're thinking about maybe like trying to plan a, uh, you know, a, 
quick trip over it's between now and the end of April. It sounds like these pretty good deals that I might yeah. have to. Yeah, and, and use. one of them is the the one of them is for premium is twenty five percent on premium rooms, like twenty percent on standard yeah. rooms. But the other one is if you're staying like a, a four or more nights, yeah, you get twenty five percent on a standard room, which you almost never get. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's that that's the one that I saw that I was like, oh, that's a pretty good deal. So, yeah. Yeah. um, you know, you could combine that with the military discount for the parks and mm-hmm. make a whole trip out of it. You know, yeah. so um, yeah, does does Disney does offer discounts for military on rooms, but there's not much information out there other than now through December twenty first, you can maybe get a discount so okay they don't public they don't publish what the rate is oh okay okay all right well awesome thank you tom mm-hmm. um so uh my thing that i am most excited about is like last week's episode was a um 101 of the holidays and something that i missed that i was not aware of that i saw um on the annual pass holder twitter um for disneyland uh that there is the return of the festival of the holidays sip and savor pass this year uh tom let me know at the beginning of the show or, or you guys all did that this was actually an annual pass holder exclusive event last year and this year it's open to everybody so um it consists of a uh, commemorative credential which essentially means a plastic lanyard uh the plastic thing the lanyard and um it comes with eight coupons redeemable for food and beverage uh offerings excluding alcoholic select festive food marketplace locations it's a bunch of them too but um it's 54 dollars including tax so that makes it out to be six dollars and 75 cents per item that you use with the coupon that's like the you want to make sure they're at least 675 to get your money's worth there um but there's also um there's an annual pass holder discount on that this year. It didn't say what it was on the website, if it was 10%, 20% or whatever. But um, So there's that. And then if you're an annual pass holder, they give you a special lanyard. And then also um, participating kiosks are going to have little annual pass holder buttons that they're, that they're going to be passing out. So I thought that was pretty cool. It's like um, this one actually sounds like it might be a good deal if you know you're going to especially if you're an annual pass holder and you know you're going to get at least that many things. I don't. I don't know. Have have either of you guys? Have any of you guys? Did, did you do this last year at all? Yeah, you need to do your math because yeah. if mm-hmm. you if you are like not thinking about it and you want like a I don't know pot de creme or something which is like four fifty and you just paid like sixty bucks for this pass yeah then it's not worth it yeah. so make sure you try to get like the most expensive items so if you really want like the eight fifty items go for those because yeah. then you'll then you'll like it's worth it. I think it's really good if you know you're going to come to the festival multiple times too. Like, just you know, keep that with you in your car or whatever, and just bring it. And you can take the little tabs and like, you know, get the same thing every single time you come if you really like it that much. But I think one of the things that they do to entice people to get the cheaper <laughs> items do. is use those buttons. So, um, you know, when you get when you, you know, you're going to use it at the at for something cheap, you'll get a button out of it that. Yeah. That's but the buttons are actually nice this year. I think it's like a better design than yeah. They there's have a, been I think there's a whole bunch time. of different designs. Yeah, they're like based off of like the stamps that you'll get with your little tasting passport, which I think is very clever because last year all they gave us was like a different color baby button with AP on it. This year it's a lot better, and the saver is actually really nice if you want to save some money with your family because yeah. if everybody wants an eight fifty eight dollar and fifty cent sandwich, it goes a long way to get that saver pass. Yeah. Well, what do you think, Tom? What do you think about Festival of the Holidays? You you weren't you weren't with us last week when we did this no. topic, but I know I've watched videos of you eating there before. I love Festival of Holidays. Um, not only the food, but I love the entertainment. Yeah, the variety of entertainment they have. Mostly kosher is like my favorite band. I could watch them for hours. Yeah. Uh, but then they have the mariachi divas and and the, the the Bollywood dancers and it's just really really fun that they they integrate all of that together for the holidays. Yeah, yeah, it's and cool. Then, and kind of the nice thing too this year, well, it's like a give and a take sort of. But World of Color is obviously still not happening, so they're actually able to extend the entertainment later in the night now uh, for the for the different bands that come out, and I actually think that's really great because when we were there uh, last Thursday, it was just like. It was just like one after another. Just bands keep coming, and it really makes the place feel alive. And it's nice to just be able to stroll around with the food that you bought, and you're just like everywhere you look, there's some new piece of entertainment, and they're all extremely talented. So yeah, it's great. All right, cool, cool. Tom, I hope to see some videos of you chowing down on the food this year. 
Got it. Okay. Um, well, so why don't we talk about actually Tyler and Katrina? They just the other day um, were went attended a media event in it, um, that had all to do with the holiday celebration at Disneyland Resort. Um, so, do you guys want to talk about that for a little bit? Tell us what you did, and you know, sure. Yeah. Thing. In the in the beginning of the day, we got there super early. We our call time was super duper early, and we ended up doing a couple interviews in the morning. We were talk. We talked with uh, David Hansen, who is a who is basically he's not a, one uh, of the Hanson brothers. No, 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 no. no he's not. <laughs> Unfortunately, that would have been kind of cool too. But uh, um, he's a he's like a. Um, sorry, I'm blanking on his title, but he's basically a manager for entertainment mm-hmm. over at uh, Disney, and so he isn't. He's behind a lot of things like Viva Navidad, which is the street show that is fantastic uh, with the three caballeros, and he's also responsible for like all the the. Um, the people that the bands that come out for festival of holidays. And so, you know, it was nice talking with him and seeing a little bit, hearing a little bit about what you can expect these holiday seasons. And then we also had another interview with uh, chef Toby, who is actually in charge of, uh, he does the, the pizza planet. So he's, he's, he's running that up. And Oh, so did you get to try about- their new pizza? Uh, we didn't talk about the new pizza. No, uh, we didn't talk about actually anything from Pizza Planet, to be honest. Oh, but, okay. No, we talked about the Green Alien macarons. So, oh, I do uh, love those. Yeah. Those are real good. Yeah, so uh, if you want to go and see those two interviews, you can go over to Diz Unplugged and check those out on YouTube. And uh, then from there, we we got to kind of uh, do our own thing for most of the day. We, we saw Viva Navidad, uh, like I talked about earlier, which... That show is just something, it doesn't even seem like it's going to be a blip on the radar because it's just a little thing that comes out of nowhere, but you have to go and see that. I guarantee you everybody's going to go uh, over it. Uh, I was about to say another bad word. Well, I can't say it. actually uh, sounded like with your connection, it was bleeped out. So, <laughs> um, and, uh, and from there we did, um, car, we checked out Cars Land. We, you got the decorations there are fantastic. It's, it's another one of those magical experiences, um, just seeing because it's decorations you can't find anywhere else. I mean, you know, if you want to see a unique uh, thing, then that's 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 Cars Land for you. So, from there we saw the parade. Yeah, we did the parade. We which, saw the parade, which was actually it was fun to see. I I actually haven't seen it in a actually a long time just because of the crowds, mm-hmm. and it's hard to find a spot. So we were able to like get a nice little spot. Yeah, and that that parade is great. We talked a little bit about it last week, but it kind of starts with toys like coming to life, all the workshop toys, and then of course all your favorite Disney characters. And it has all the snowmen that have the skiers that come through, and uh, then it goes to it ends with reindeer and Santa Claus and those prancing reindeer. Oh, yeah, those are my favorite. Reindeer. I love them. Um, I I love the soldiers in the beginning too, like the soldiers that are playing their trumpets and everything. That's doing kind the of march. one of those like, yeah. iconic things that. I feel like those guys need to be in uh, in Disneyland for the rest of forever. Like as long as Disneyland's around, we need to see these soldiers during the holidays. But uh, anything new this year to the parade or no? Just no. It's it's all the same stuff. I mean, it's still it's still a great show. Uh, that by the time you're done, you're gonna have that song stuck in your head uh, for the rest <laughs> of the night. And, but it would like it's like good. You know, it's not like sometimes you get a song stuck in your head and you're and you're done with it. But well, I know Craig so loves well. our yeah. parade song, so. <laughs> yeah exactly so uh, then we did small world holiday uh, which is you know of course it's the overlay of 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 it's a small world where they start kind of singing you know uh it's a small world mashed with jingle bells and that's one of those things where they really blow it out of the water because there's just lights everywhere there's fun little effects you can see santa in the north pole and sorry cute i said cat Yeah. Uh, So, I mean, that's if you've never been to Disneyland for the holidays, I say that's a must do, especially going to see the facade at night. Get a max pass. Yeah, get a max pass uh, because that is one of the best ways to see it. When we were there, the line was around an hour all day long, but we got the max pass and we just walked right on. So that was nice. Um, My favorite is the is the underwater section with Ariel. Oh yeah, yeah. Jingle, yeah. Shells. Jingle, Jingle shells. Jingle shells. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Dashing through the foam or something. I don't remember. Yeah, and, and there's bubbles. Uh, everybody loses their mind when they see bubbles. I don't know what it is about bubbles where everybody's Ooh. like, "Oh my gosh, my life is complete now." Um, but that's what happens. And uh, then what was the last thing that we were able to do was? Um, oh, 
Uh oh. Now I'm blanking on it. I had it in my head. Fireworks. Huh. No, wait, unfortunately, it was <sighs> super windy last night, and oh, we were afraid that they weren't going to do the fireworks. So, uh, it, like I said, we got there at like 6 a.m., and we were just like, okay. I, I, at, at a certain point, we were like, we got to go put our videos together. And Yeah. We saw um, the castle. Yeah, we saw the castle. The castle um, all lit up, and that was really beautiful to see. It is really hard to take um, a picture of yourself at night in front of the castle if you use like flash and stuff so you have to use like a nice camera because you'll get that like shiny face and stuff so I like just a little warning fair yeah. warning uh, but it that was like always just beautiful to see at night and then the small world facade at night is always fun as soon as we act, it was actually perfect timing as soon as we were done with small world we were just getting out on the boat and then as soon as we turned the little corner about to exit then the lights came on at around like what five 15 or so five yeah it's, at five five, it's usually at 5 15 all if you want to see the lights come on they'll all come on then and then it was kind of a bummer actually because uh every 15 minutes from them they do a projection show but for us we waited to get to see the projection show at, and uh 5 30 came around and all the lights went out on on small world and the music started and it was just blank there was nothing oh. for, it was just blackness for the whole entire thing so that was a little bit of a bummer. We didn't get to take that in, but um, yeah. if you, you do want to see videos of everything that we just mentioned, you can go and check it out on our YouTube channel, The Diz, and everything should be up there already. So check out Viva Navidad and Small World and all those things. Awesome. So. Yeah. Awesome. Did you guys get to try any of the food? Uh, we, I tried the hot chocolate macaron at Festival of Holidays, mm. finally, because they were sold out on Thursday when I wanted to try it. So I was finally able to like, jump in and try it, and it was so good. If mm. you don't like peppermint, ask for them not to put the peppermint dusting on it, but it's just like this big, massive chocolate macaron, and it's like decadent and delicious, well, and then there's like a surprise fudge center. Well, I want to mm. stop you there, because no. we're, we're making it. we made a Patreon <laughs> video about it, and... Uh, we're, we also there's also another video uh, coming out on Patreon too, where there's a new drink at the Carte Circle Lounge Ooh. called the Sleigh Ride that comes with a new um, snowflake kind of uh, light bulb thing. It's like almost like a glow cube, but they put it on the side, and it's and it has the little CC on the side of it for Carte Circle. And uh, we also talk about the Sleigh Ride in a, in a Patreon video that's gonna that's gonna be out. So. Uh, if you want to see those two things on Patreon, then then you can help support us and, and yeah, check so that out. Okay, awesome. Thank you, guys. Yeah, so that's um, YouTube.com slash WDWinfo, YouTube.com slash DizUnplugged, and then um, Tyler's referring to our Patreon site, which is Patreon.com slash DizUnplugged. So you got all that stuff out there. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thank you, guys. Um, so let's move on over to our discussion topic of the show today, which I said was going to be a sort of blue sky... Um, thing so Disneyland has um, several attractions that do holiday overlays. You've got Haunted Mansion Holiday. You've got Small World Holiday that you spoke about. Um, you know, at Halloween you get um, uh, uh, my goodness, Monsters After Dark for Guardians of the Galaxy, and you get um, the uh, Space Mountain Ghost Galaxy. So they they kind of do all these holiday touches there that I I just you know we did um, for the Tuesday show for the Disney World edition of the Dis Unplugged. We did a discussion on. Halloween about what attractions here we thought would be like prime for a Halloween makeover. I thought it'd be fun to be like, what other attractions at Disneyland do we think could could use a would be cool to see with a holiday makeover? So I'm gonna start because I was really excited about mine. Okay, so oh, I mean I've got multiple ones, but I'm gonna go first. So, um, so I said Space Mountain because it seems like they've got Hyperspace Mountain, you've got Ghost Galaxy, you've got Classic Space Mountain, but your Space Mountain allows for like projections and stuff like that. And um, I thought it would be cool if maybe I know Prep and Landing is kind of a thing where it's very like. Um, I don't know the word, but it seems like the aesthetic could be similar to the interior of Space Mountain with the elves and how it's all kind of their like spies or like, you know, secret agents for Santa Claus. Like, I thought it would be cool um, if uh, like all the lighting could be changed inside to like, you know, red and green. So it's all holiday lighting and it makes all the stuff look very, you know, Santa official, whatever. Um, but then maybe like, so the spaceships are really like, 
Santa's sleighs, you know? So you're, I don't, I'm not, I'm, I haven't worked the whole story out in my head, but I'm thinking maybe you're helping Santa deliver gifts on Christmas throughout the world or something, but, you know, because it has all the stars, so it could be the night sky, you could do some projections of Santa's sleigh, you know, you've got the red and green uh, laser lights in there from Hyperspace Mountain, there could be some sort of fun effect in there, and then you just kind of blare in some of that, like, maybe 80s synth-like Christmas music or or whatnot, or make an original soundtrack, but then you could get the prep and landing characters to kind of be talking into the speakers, you know? They could be the ones who narrate the attraction, but I thought that would be really fun. I don't know. Um, yeah, and then the photo awesome. op can have all gifts in it. Huh? I just said, yeah, I think that sounds awesome. I would love to do that. Yeah, It, it seems like it wouldn't take too much, other than just, like, light bulbs, a couple of recordings and songs, and then you know, projections. So, well, they could even make the stars, you know, there's stars everywhere. They could just make that falling snow and you're set. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't even think that could be snow or, you know, add a couple of clouds in there for a night sky. I don't know. You know, so, so that, that was mine. Um, what about, what anybody out there? What do you guys have? Yeah. Well, uh, the one that comes to mind for me immediately, and I've heard this one rumbled around before, so I don't even, I'm not sure I should even take credit for it, but I think that, the most amazing thing that could happen for me is if they did an overlay of Grizzly River Run and put the country bears in there for the holidays. Oh. I just, I just feel like, um, you know, when Country Bear was around in Disneyland, there was a couple different versions of it uh, that they that they added on to later. There was a holiday version um, with them, with all the bears singing holiday songs and stuff. And just... I would love to see something in that vein come to Grizzly River Run. I'm not 100% sure how they could do it. Obviously, you couldn't put a bunch of expensive animatronics outside like that, but I just I would love them to do something in Grizzly River Run because it just it does feel a little bit barren at this point. It um, could it could be as simple as just like getting the barren. This, the the oh, I see what you did there. Um it could be um the the songs that they sang blaring throughout the ride as you go or something like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think just anything they could possibly do to to plus up that ride and also bring the Country Bears back in a, in a big way would, would make me happy. So. Yeah. Okay. All right, Tom, what about you? Uh, okay, so when Toy Story Midway Mania or Toy Story Mania premiered, there was talk that this attraction can be changed instantly to an updated, you know, as the, as as things you know things change yeah and we've gotten one update maybe when yeah. toy story 3 yeah i was gonna out. say i think they added so, the dinosaur from toy story 3 yeah 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 so why not have a holiday version of toy story mania where you're throwing uh glass ornaments oh, or candy canes yeah. throw sugar cookie or something like that candy canes you know you gotta like yeah, stuff like yeah, that. yeah 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 I see what you're doing. You could get Buzz in his like Santa hat. Do do their mm-hmm. costumes that we see them in a Toy Story Land at, at exactly. Hollywood Studios exactly. and like have that out there. And then that works well, on both coasts too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You could do it on both coasts and and almost like the the Space Mountain overlays that are like instant changes. They could do that overnight, basically. Yeah. I mean, once once it's programmed and everything, it would be instant change. So yeah, give uh, give give Potato Head like a big Santa hat or something mm-hmm, like that out mm-hmm. front there, and add a couple of ornaments, and you got yourself the attraction. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good that's idea. Cool. Actually, I would really like to see that. Do the toys have a specific holiday themed movie or sh- short yet? I don't think they do. Other they than do. they have a Halloween one. Yeah, they have yeah. the they have the Halloween one, and then I know the end of the first one. It, it is Christmas. And so, but they do have a Christmas short too. It's um, it, but it's not very Christmassy. It takes place right, I believe, the day after Christmas or okay. the day of Christmas. It's um, the Toy Story that time forgot, and it's they go over to the friend's house and they've got all the evil dinosaur toys. That's right, and Angel Kitty. That's like <laughs> very gloomy and mellow. So. It's good, but it's not an overtly Christmassy special, despite it being a Christmas special. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's a that sounds like a good one. Katrina, do you have one? I do. This might be a little time intensive for them to shut down the ride, but Storybook Canal, if they Ooh. decorated all the little towns in like Christmas stuff. So like seeing what Arendelle would do for Christmas and then hmm. maybe putting lights on the Cinderella Castle when you're like driving by. And putting like little Christmas trees around and like little 
uh, I don't know, like Christmas lights around some of the little houses. So if you drive by even in the daytime, you can see all the cool Christmas stuff. And then they used to do night, that? That's what I was going to say. They used oh. to do that. I, yeah. I didn't know if oh, they really? stopped. I haven't yeah. been there for Christmas in a couple of years, but I think they were still doing it as of 2015. Oh. Hmm. Okay, oh, research, oh, research. Wow. No, you, you. That's what. That's your project. Next day you go. You can try and see if you if they're still doing it or not. Because I'm that's like, true. that sounds like that should be something they do. Like it would be. I mean, I, I mean, it's it was, a very simple. I don't know that it was as extensive as Katrina was saying, but I think they were like decorating the trees and put little little wreaths on the houses and stuff like oh, that. Cute. Yeah, cute. exactly. It was just minor touches uh, yeah. around. It wasn't like. Overly, overly done. I think it would be cool if they did it like I saw how you guys are talking with like the little wreaths and stuff. If they did it like each one of the houses came out and did the little tiny lights on their houses, so every house had its own little Christmas setup, garland and stuff, and like people walking around and like cool like you know fur coats or you know yeah little little tiny Christmas Christmas trees carolers yeah. Yeah, that sounds cute. What about you, Craig? You got one that you think of? Yeah, my uh, choice would be. To take the Incredicoaster and give it a Christmas <gasps> overlay. Oh, okay. And the reason I say that is because, like, one of the biggest aspects of the redesign was building their their new mid-century house that they kind of have. And that's, you know, as I've talked about on many things with Christmas, that is, like, the ideal Christmas time is that 50s uh, m- just take on it with the, you know they could throw a whole bunch of uh, aluminum trees in there or mm-hmm. the ones like they have it in the the queue for the jingle cruise so you guys don't have it anymore but we still do like the the trees that sit on the turntable and then also have the the lights that constantly change and reflect and bounce off of it so i feel like it could easily be uh adapted to that some of the characters you want to throw santa hats on them whatever well, I would just say all the little the little stupid. jack jacks can yeah. get little santa hats or santa yeah, onesies or something something simple like that and obviously just getting uh getting a new soundtrack for it that's more christmas oriented instead of what they they currently have i feel like it it just with a little tweak of the story they could they could make it work to be a complete christmas overlay to it and it'd be subtle but perfect well you know how they have the the tracks all lit up red at night it could be like red and green they could see if they could do i don't know how the, if those are all just red lights or if they're color changing lights or something like that because they're not red during the day but I can't see them during the day, so I don't know. Um, stuff like that. I like the idea of that because I like the idea of it, like, when you get to that part where you can smell the num-num cookies. And, you know, mm-hmm. it gives that very homey, that homey feeling. But I also thought, um, I know we talk about Christmas a lot, too. I would actually really think it'd be cool if, like, they could represent, like, Hanukkah somewhere, too. I don't really have a suggestion for what attraction I used, I, I was going to say somewhere in like monsters Inc. But then I was like, well, I don't know what their holidays are. So forcing what, in, what about, what about soaring around the holidays? Oh, that's a good idea. Where so they kind of like the festival holidays where they're saluting all the different holidays. You could do that in Soren and yeah, I mean, they're essentially the entire ride is computer generated at this point. Anyways, they might as well just yeah. like show them celebrating like, um, you know, you could see Diwali and stuff like that going mm-hmm. on. And, um, that would be cool. I'd oh, yeah, like to see that. So I would take them up to the the uh, Arctic region, the, the North Pole. Yeah, as see Santa's workshop. Go through like Canada and see how they're doing it there. Go to Norway, see how they're representing uh, Christmas. You know, it's kind of like at Epcot, we get to see how either right. Christmas or Christmas style traditions are taking place around all of the countries. They could, they could easily incorporate the same idea into, into something like Soren. And as you said, it's, if they're going to put CGI in there for everything anyways, then I mean, yeah, they well don't have to go out and over. film something else. So it's like, um, so I've got another one here. What is your Buzz Lightyear attraction called? It's not Space uh, Ranger Spin. It's just Astro Blasters. Astro Blasters. Astro Blasters. Okay, so Buzz Lightyear, Astro Blasters. Uh, I was thinking that the story is Zerg is now stealing all the the batteries from Christmas toys, and so all the you like you know it it doesn't take a lot to change that story, but you know again it's simple like. I was thinking you could put a couple instead of the batteries. You have a couple of like Christmas presents that are up in there that you're shooting at, and like they, maybe they all have the the green alien men could be in there. Santa outfits that they want to make that popcorn bucket for, and then that'll make that relevant. And maybe then Craig will want one, but no, no. I still wouldn't want one. But uh, <laughs> okay. also in Tomorrowland, I would love to see just little Christmas touches added to uh, Autopia with Osmo and, and Bird. <laughs> 
Yeah, like, that would be cute. Yeah. Throw some presents around all over the place. I know, like, super cheaply done, but it's then it turns it into a Christmas well, attraction. Li- light up uh, one of their trees. They could just put Christmas lights in one of the trees or something like that, you know? Uh, that's kind of a throwback to, I feel like, like the amusement parks in the north that I see when they always add in, like, their Christmas displays, and you're like, ah, you did not store those very well all year. Um, okay, now this is a long one. What about in Star Tours if it's the Star Wars Christmas special? <laughs> oh, boy. oh my god i was just thinking about that too i was like should i say this i thought it was unmentionable to mention that show it's like the elephant in the room yeah i think it would be hilarious so they already have got like they've got like you know we'll bring back a cgi b arthur to be in it again to host us or something like you know something like that but um what, I what was the actual holiday Life day. Life day. Okay. Yeah. Um, Also, I feel like we're missing a pretty obvious one that already feels like it's Christmas themed, which is the Expedition Everest. Like, would it take too much to yeah, make that's, that? Yeah, that's that's at Animal Kingdom. Not Expedition Everest. Good Lord. Yeah, Animal Kingdom. Have you seen one yet? Have you seen them all? Yeah. Oh well, yours works, so I don't know what to tell you, but yeah, uh, the Matterhorn, like. I don't know. Just throw a couple gifts in the scene where the sleigh is destroyed, and maybe there's like some presents open or something. And it's not a lot. There's nothing really you can do too much in there, but just something. I don't know. Or just bring back uh, Jingle Cruise. I'll be happy with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Wait, so do you guys should... not do Jingle Cruise? Mm-mm. No, we haven't done a Jingle Cruise for a couple of years now. I wonder and why I love, that is. I loved ours more than Disney World, but yeah. we wrote it when we were there on vacation, and I I still appreciate it. I think it's oh, still beautiful. Some updates but coming up. I, I want Jingle Cruise here too. I actually just thought of one, too, that would be really silly, but I think actually the story of Big Thunder Mountain is supposed to be silly, in a way. I feel like that doing a, doing a weird snow version of Big Thunder Mountain would be interesting. Like, I know that it doesn't make any sense that's supposed to be in the desert and everything, I get it, but there would be something really uh, cool about the juxtaposition of, like, snow in the desert. Uh, I don't know. I think hey, that would be it's, fun. It snows in old-timey Hollywood at Hollywood Studios. Anything's possible with imagination. Well, if you've also seen Western movies in some elevations in the Wild West, it can snow. So yeah. That's true. The goat, the goat uh, would be chewing on a candy cane. There's a really, <laughs> it's a really famous one that See? I can't remember. He's got it. Yeah. yeah. I, I want the turtle to wear a hat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like Winnie the Pooh doesn't. Isn't there a Christmas special that Winnie the Pooh was in or something like that? Like, I mean, I don't. I, it would be kind of hard, I guess, to transform that attraction into it, but because yeah. it's very heffalump centric. But, um, but yeah, so we have we have uh, the the Halloween and Christmas overlays for Mater's Junkyard Jamboree and Luigi's um, Frolicking Roadsters. But wasn't there a rumor at some point that we were going to get an overlay for uh, Radio Springs Racers? Oh. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember hearing a rumor about that, but that would be another fantastic one, especially because that entire land, the only thing that is not Christmas is the the main attraction, Radio Springs. So That would be cool. I'd like to see that. Big. That'd probably take as long as Haunted Mansion to to redo every year. Yeah, I feel like that would be a that would be a tough one to go down since it's such a huge mm-hmm. draw for that park specifically. Yeah. But I like my idea of Guardians of the Galaxy. So they have Monsters After Dark for Halloween. What about? I don't know what you would call it. I'm not on it there, but a Christmas themed one where Krampus gets out. Krampus is the monster in there, maybe, or perhaps the newest. If we make it a little more family friendly, uh, the newest addition to the collector's uh, collection to the fortress is an elf. It's one of Santa's elves, and so like maybe Rocket and Groot. It always has to be Rocket and Groot because there's no way they're going to get the actors to come back to do another thing. Because that's why well, it's only Rocket and Groot in the Christmas spe- it, in the Halloween. Right. Well, it could next even- time when they when they film Guardians of the Galaxy three they could film other things, which I assume when they film the third movie, they're also going to be filming a lot of things for the ride in Epcot. That's what I would expect. So well, you're still assuming that they're going to make the third yeah, movie. Right. <laughs> but, uh, no, they could even, they could literally take Santa Claus. It wouldn't be the first time that they've made something Disney oriented about Santa Claus being kidnapped. What? Yeah. I, I'm not that sure. I'm not sure what Christmas. movie you're referring to. I know. That Oogie Boogie will pop yeah. in and then we'll have a Marvel. <laughs> well, 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 Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> they just, it will be like, this was the gem of the songs in the movie that yeah, well, we are going to be today. Ken Page? What else is he doing? Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Is he alive? Yeah. yeah. 
Well, yeah, yeah, he goes to Hollywood Bowl every every Halloween to to reprise the role. There you go. So bring him back. I, I see what you're doing. Craig's suggesting we use the Guardians, the Fortress, as the ultimate Disney crossover. You think Avengers was the most aggressive Disney crossover? Well, wait till we add Oogie Boogie in, and then throw in Sharpay from High School Musical for good measure. Um, oh my gosh! We'll just oh, cross no, all don't, boundaries. Don't do it. All boundaries. I don't want to see any of those uh, any of those high schoolers anymore. Yeah. And then they can and be, see and, all and be Arthur. The the, uh, the the education system failed them. They're still in high school. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah. So, well, I think uh, I think that's a start. Um, like I said, I wouldn't mind seeing some Hanukkah representation somewhere. I know they do represent it in some places in Disney parks, but uh, I think like a, an attraction would be cool. I don't know the full story of Hanukkah enough to really be like, oh yeah, you can put it in here. Um, but you know, I just. I think it would be cool. And I think I mentioned Monsters Inc. earlier. Like it would be cool if they created I, I mean, I don't think you could do it because the 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 characters are in such specific storytelling modes in that, but it would be cool if they had a holiday that they celebrated that was like their like scream miss or something like that. I don't know. But I think Roz gets a Santa hat. Oh, that's does true. She? Yeah. Does she? How fancy. Um I will say that there that in Cars Land, if you do uh the 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 Mary, what do they call it? The, the Mater ride. The, oh, jam, jamboree. Jingle jamboree. That's what it is. Uh, if you do that, he does have a song about Hanukkah. So oh, good. a little a little thing in there. Uh, awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we came up with some good ideas. So Disney, if you don't mind, just get on that. Um, and uh, well, thank you guys for having this discussion. Thank you, everybody out there for watching and listening. Um, if you uh, enjoyed this and you want us to you know, subscribe to the channel, we always say that. Go ahead and do that. Hit the little bell button. You'll get notified whenever we upload any new content, which we're, we're going to have a ton of holiday content coming out um, that we, I mean, we've already got a ton. We're going to have some more. Um, and then if you are listening on iTunes, please feel free to rate and review the podcast as well um if you feel like you've got a great idea for a suggestion for an overlay at disneyland resort please leave it in the comments on this video because i would love to see what everybody else has to say but that will do it for this episode um until next time thank you everyone for watching i hope you have a happy thanksgiving 